Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co, where we explore how leaders can empower their teams, achieve ambitious strategies, and deliver an exceptional customer experience. Views expressed by guests are their own and may not reflect the views of Teams & Co. Mention of particular products or services and participation of a guest does not imply an endorsement by Teams & Co. The information provided is for educational and entertainment purposes and should not be taken as professional advice. Welcome to Building Teams with Teams & Co. I'm Luis Wilson, and I'm sitting down today with Tracy Eames. Hey, Tracy, how are you? I'm doing well, Luis. How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. Happy to be back. So for today's week episode, we're going to talk about continuing the conversation on change. We had the episode on dealing with unprecedented change, and then from there, we went on to how to lead your team through a digital transformation. And today we want to zero in and focus on the communication aspect of that, right? Specifically with the customers. So how to have customer communications through change. And I know that we're going to talk about it in terms of what type of communications you want to have when the change first happens. And then we're going to go into what communications you want to have with your customers through the evolution of that change and as you adjust. So to get started, Tracy, what are some things to keep in mind when you're having customer communications after a large change has happened? You're absolutely correct, Luis. When we're facing change, one of the key stakeholder groups that we want to be in constant communication with is our customers. As we've said many times, delivering value to our customers is the key way that we align our strategy and our goals. So when you're facing change, there's a couple of reasons you want to stay in touch with your customer. First and foremost, you want to make sure you're delivering value to them. And what's valuable to your customers may also be changing as there's a large-scale shift. The second reason is it helps you support your teams. And as we talk about often, making sure that we have communication across our teams and our customers is going to help us with that feedback loop and continue to improve our processes. So those are the two main reasons that you want to keep in conversation with your customers. In terms of the ways that you do that, that can vary based on your organization. You may want to, you know, when a change, when you sense a change is happening, you may want to start to ask your customers proactive questions when they call in. So if a customer calls in to, you know, let you know that there's been an issue or ask you to update a process, you can ask some follow-up questions to them around that topic or even if it's a tangential topic in terms of, hey, we all are facing this change together. Is there anything else that you think would be valuable for us to offer during this time period? And getting that feedback, then you, when you come together for your team meetings, you and your team can start to talk about that qualitative feedback and start to adjust. And you can even then go back to your customers who answered those questions and say, hey, based on your feedback, we've come up with a few options. Do any of these options sound compelling to you? Do you find them valuable? Would you think about this in a different way? And again, this can help us understand if the things that are valuable to our customers are changing. The reason we say this is if we all put ourselves in the shoes of a customer, because we're all customers too, there's a lot of things that we purchase today or services that we look for that potentially we weren't looking for nine months ago, right? There's a lot of things that if you would have asked me nine months ago, would you find this valuable? I may have said no. But today, given all of the changes that we've been going through in 2020, there are new services and new products that I find extremely valuable. Thank you, Tracy. And can you share an example of a product or a service maybe that you're purchasing now that maybe eight months ago you would have never thought of? 
Sure. I, I think for me, one of the things that I use much more often now than I ever did before is grocery delivery. Um, in the past, I would go to the grocery store. It was actually one of the things that I really enjoyed doing. Um, but in the shifts that we've seen in 2020, I personally use grocery delivery a lot more often and as my primary way that I get groceries, which, again, if you would have asked me nine months ago what the primary way that I would have gone grocery shopping was, I would have probably answered in person. And now that's shifted to a new value that the grocery stores offer, which is delivery to our homes. That's funny. I, uh, I'll share with our listeners. I also have a really similar example. I used to always go into the store. And I don't necessarily do delivery now, but I'll do uh, in-store uh, in pickup. So I'll drive right up to the grocery store and they'll come out to the car and load my car, which is funny. I started it because of the pandemic and the situation that's going on currently. But now it's just such a convenient thing. Like I could never see me going back to walking through the store. So, yeah, it's just funny how I've made an adjustment in my behavior through COVID. And now I'm thinking that's going to be something that's sticky and it's going to remain thereafter. Um, and as our, our listeners and companies are looking to communicate with their customers, I also want to make the point that how they're purchasing, interacting with our brand, so all the data that we're gathering from them is also a way that we can kind of make our adjustments and, and our plan for dealing with that change. Can you talk about how to use data in that way? 100%. You're correct. So there's going to be a lot of things that you learn from your customers from having conversations you know, sending them surveys, asking them follow-up questions. There's also going to be things that maybe necessarily people, as we've mentioned, right, wouldn't have predicted as valuable for them or wouldn't have predicted as an immediate need. And so you want to make sure that you're also watching your data because the data will show you what products maybe people are shifting into buying more of, maybe what products they're buying less of. That gives you a good indication of potentially what's shifting in terms of value for them. And then also with your services or the data from your customer support teams. If you have a CRM and you're tracking you know, the reasons why people are calling in, it'll give you a good way to prioritize the things that your customers find valuable and then you can offer as extra services. And so, again, there's going to be a really high value in terms of the qualitative discussions and staying close to your customers. But also tracking data and tracking trends will help you understand if there's new buying patterns, if there's new products or services that are valuable, and will help you and your team continuously adjust. So we're not always talking about our goals and our success versus those goals. When we think about metrics and data, we're also trying to track data that would help us provide that exceptional customer experience. Got it. So really highlighting that leaders not just put importance into the qualitative discussions they're having with their customers, but also that quantitative data to be able to spot trends and really inform their decisions as they move forward. And we've talked about really two big types of communication, really. It's building that feedback loop with the customers and then also uh, looking at the data. Are there other ways that we should think about communicating through change? I would say there's two additional ways that we should communicate through change. So one, as you're changing the process, we just talked about two examples about how we as consumers have changed what we perceive to be valuable in our purchase process and how things potentially have changed. And I think one of the other things that we'll see in the data is potentially those dynamics um, being confirmed. And so as you're going through change, you also want to provide your customers the tools to navigate that change. The same way that you set up a communication cadence with your teams, 
you want to set up a communication cadence with your customers. And so this could include a few things. One, it could include training or resources that will help them navigate that change in terms of kind of new ways of working. And again, we talk about this a lot with our teams, but with customers, if you take the example of retail, so as we've shifted to more of an online shopping experience and moved away from in-person a little bit, there's a lot of things that have changed about the customer experience. The customer experience used to be primarily in-person. So you'd have the opportunity to you know, demo a product or try it on you know, and, and kind of be in-person talking to a salesperson. So as companies are moving to more of an online experience, then the question becomes, what communication tools do you provide to make that experience seamless for the customers? Are there ways that you can give them product information that they normally wouldn't have online, whether it be, you know, fit guides or, you know, short little videos about the product, about how it works, screenshots? What's that extra level of communication you can provide to them to improve that buying experience, even though the context of that buying experience has changed? So second to this is the idea of helping our customers understand the new way of doing business and helping them navigate that. And I, I'm sure just like me, you've received a lot of information from different companies that you do business with around how do we navigate this change together and what should be our shared expectations? Again, a lot of times like with our teams, sharing information and creating those shared expectations creates alignment and allows us to move faster. And it also allows everybody to give feedback on the change and understand how to be best prepared for it. So for example, there's been a lot of businesses who will share, these are the expectations if you're coming to our store, or if you're traveling, here's the travel requirements. All of these things help our customers understand what the changes are going to be and how we should navigate them together. So it creates a shared experience from day one versus somebody showing up and then being surprised by the fact that something has changed. Right. And having that consistency and building that one, the communication cadence, and then building in that, giving that information really helps to deliver that exceptional customer experience and I'm sure build the loyalty of the customers. As I say, exactly. And I think, I think you touch on a good point there, which is being consistent. And I think that's really important. And also giving them the information in lots of different ways, right? Some of us love email. Some people like videos. Some people want to go to our website. So I think having different information in different place, but I think you're exactly spot on, which is, consistency is going to win the day in terms of communications because people know that you're taking a proactive approach to keep them informed. Right. And I see a lot of parallels in this discussion from when we talked about how to have our team communications. But really, I see a lot of alignment between the, the team communications approach and the external communication with the customer's approach. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts this week, Tracy. Thank you, Luis. This has been a great week. And I think it was a a great suggestion by you to link and uh, have a discussion around how customer communications support our teams and our overall success through change. Absolutely. Thank you. You've been listening to Building Teams with Teams & Co. To learn more about the latest thinking on how to empower your team to deliver exceptional results or to book a consultation, please visit us at teamsandco.com or follow us at LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook.